Welcome to episode 113, episode 113 of the Business Fabulous podcast. And today we are talking all about how to easily start a podcast with Clubhouse replays and clips. Stick around for the good stuff. Hey there, I'm Bonnie L. Frank, former teacher and college professor turned entrepreneur overnight who started a coaching business from scratch and coached thousands of business owners worldwide to grow their businesses, and I saved them money doing it. After producing over 4,000 live stream broadcasts, I thought it was about time for a podcast. This podcast, where I share easy hacks for your business, your money, and a fabulous life. Are you ready? It's time to get fabulous. Welcome back to the episode. Today, we're talking all about how easy it is to use Clubhouse to create a podcast episode. You can use Clubhouse replays and Clubhouse clips. It is super easy. You're going to get all the details in this episode. The content for this episode is actually taken straight from a Clubhouse room. And you'll hear me answering a question from one of the listeners. And Whenever I do a clubhouse room, which is usually once a day, I always have people coming up to the stage, making wonderful comments, asking really thoughtful questions. And those questions not only help them, but it helps everybody in the room. So I think you're really going to hear that not just on this episode, but also on the previous episodes, episode 111 and episode 112, because both of those are taken from a clubhouse room. This content is actually only half of a clubhouse room. So if you weren't there live, you lost out. You're not going to hear the whole thing, but you will hear part of it. Also, for those of you who are a member of the Social Media Marketing Cafe, you will get extra bonus content. Enjoy. Hey, everyone. Welcome. I'm very glad you're here. Hello. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. We are talking podcasting today and how to podcast super easily with Clubhouse replays and clips. So if you're not familiar with me or my rooms, my name is Bonnie Frank. I'm a business coach and consultant, and I'm here in Clubhouse every single day helping to help you grow and scale your business. And today we're talking about podcasting. So if you notice at the bottom, there's a little scissors icon. And that scissors icon means, hi, Andrea, that scissors icon means that you can clip a 30-second segment at any time in this clubhouse room and you can save it to your camera roll if you know someone says something interesting or thought-provoking or that you want to remember. You can save it. You can send it out to you know Twitter, to Facebook, to Instagram, to LinkedIn, to wherever you would like to. You could send it to a friend, whatever you want. And that is the little scissors icon. So that is clips. So when you clip it, when you click the scissors. That means that you're going to get 30 seconds of what was said before the time you clip. It can't be after you've clipped because you've clipped. So you clip it and then it's the the previous 30 seconds. That's what you're going to get 
And so Clubhouse is recording this room and Clubhouse is allowing you to take clips if you want and repurpose them. And I'm allowing you to do that too because I have clips enabled. Now, when you start a room, clips are on by default. So that's really important to know. When you are starting a room or when somebody else starts a room, clips and replays are on by default. It's like a package deal. Now, the person who starts the room can turn that off if they want to. So when you start a room and this room, it's on. So if you want to clip, clip away. Also, replays are on. And you'll see that at the top of your room that replays are on. And you'll see that in any room that you go into, you'll see that replays are on. Okay. And Clubhouse changed their terms of service fairly recently in the past couple of months. And they said in their terms of service that by you going into, by you basically being on the app, but particularly by you going into a Clubhouse room, you understand that the room might be recorded and it might be repurposed. So Clubhouse is already telling us ahead of time, hey, guess what? This replay thing, everybody's got it. It's on by default. So just know that going into a Clubhouse room. But you can always double check because at the top of the room, it will say replays on and it'll be like in that kind of light blue. Now, whether or not the person uses the replay, that's up to them. Whoever's, whoever started the room, and how they use it is also up to them. And I'm going to talk specifically about how you can podcast really easily using replays and clips. So like I said, everybody should have it worldwide, whether you're on an iPhone or, or whether you're on an Android, you should have replays, you should have clips, you should be able to do it. And that means that you should also really easily be able to have a podcast if you'd like to. So I'm going to talk about how to do that. Okay. So first of all, podcasting like Clubhouse has, it only has the sound to go by. Hey, Wendy, welcome. It only has the sound to go by. So you want your sound to be as good as possible. If you want to hear what the clubhouse room sounds like when somebody talks into their phone, you can listen back to any of my replays that I think I've got three or four at the bottom of my profile and at the bottom of my club profile as well. You can listen to those. And also you can more specifically, you can listen to episode 111 or episode 112. So the last two episodes of my podcast, Business Fabulous, and you can get there from my Instagram or my Twitter. And you can listen back to any part of the last two episodes and you will hear the difference between what it sounds like when you talk into a microphone, a microphone for podcasting, what it sounds like at that level, and what it sounds like when you're just talking into your phone. Because there is a difference. And I, what I did for episodes 111 and 112 is I created them from a clubhouse room. Now, my podcast episodes are always 30 minutes or less. Well, my clubhouse rooms are almost always more than 30 minutes. So that's why it's episodes 111 and 112. I took the replay from one clubhouse room 
and I repurposed it into two podcast episodes. So it doesn't have to be one for one. Just because you do one clubhouse room, that does not in any way mean it, it, that is only one podcast episode. That can be as many podcast episodes as you would like. And then I can use clips from that clubhouse room to promote that podcast episode. Now, I did not use a clip from the clubhouse room. I used a clip from, well, my editor used a clip from the edited portion of the podcast and she created an audiogram and you can see that. I think it's one of the last two posts that I put on my Instagram feed. You can see that. So you'll see what an audiogram looks like. Now, when Clubhouse creates clips, they're basically creating an audiogram for you. They're creating an image. They are putting your club. They're putting the name of your room. They're putting you in there. They are promoting all parts of that Clubhouse room for you. And that with the image and the sound, that's an audiogram. So they are literally creating an audiogram for you. You don't have to do what I did. You can use Wave or Headliner. I always use Headliner. You can use those easily to create audiograms, but you don't have to do that because Clubhouse is doing that for you with the clips. That's what they're doing for you. Those are audiograms. Now, you can keep it as is with the 30 seconds, or you can, if you save it to your camera roll, then you can edit out any part that you want to. You could put multiple clips together to make a longer audiogram or a longer clip if you'd like to. You could take, you know, parts of the clip out and only have a smaller section or couple that with a couple of other 30 second sections. So you can do whatever you want with those clips. And if it's your room, you decide if the clips and the replays are enabled. So how do you decide that? And then I want to open it up for questions. How do you decide that? You click on the three dots at the top of the room. They're over by the Monopoly House, the Green Monopoly House. You click on those three dots, and that's where I can choose to disable replays. So I can turn off replays entirely. I can pin a room. I can share the room. I can review the club rules. That's where I can change my audio. And that's something to remember, too. Whether or not the room is to be repurposed for a podcast episode, whenever you go up on stage, it is a very good idea to change your volume, to change your sound to the highest level possible. It's not just the volume, but it's also the quality, the sound quality. And only people on the stage can do that because, understandably, those are the only people that we can hear. So I'm the only one right now who can have my sound quality at the highest level. I do that every single time I start a room. Hey, Danielle, welcome back. Every single time I start a room, I change it from normal to the highest level every time. And it does make a difference. It makes even more of a difference if you've got music on. You can even change that to music mode if you'd like. But it does make a difference just with the sound of your voice. It really does. Hey, Pearl and Denise, welcome. So I think that's really important to remember that when you go up on stage, anybody's stage, it does not have to be your room at all. When you are on anybody's stage, if I were you, I would go up on stage, I would turn my mic off because you know the mic is on when you go up on stage. So I would turn the mic off 
And then I would immediately click the three dots and change the sound quality to the highest level. And even if I'm not going to be speaking for 40 minutes, if for whatever reason you go into a room and you have to wait 40 minutes to speak, if that's you, I would still, very first thing, change your sound quality to the highest level. It does make a difference. And I don't think it matters if that room is going to be repurposed, if the replays are going to be on or not. You're not going to be able, and this is something that's really important to know, in the here and now, while the room is is taking place, you're not going to be able to hear the difference in the sound quality. But when you listen back to the replay or when you listen to the clip, then you'll be able to tell. And if you listen carefully, you will be able to tell who has their sound quality at the highest level and who doesn't. And if there are some people speaking through microphones and other people not, you'll be able to tell that difference too. So right now, I am not using a microphone. I'm just speaking right into my iPhone. Okay, so that little mic, you know, at the bottom of your phone, that's what I'm using. I'm holding my phone about, mm, I don't know, about eight or nine inches, I guess, away from my mouth. I have the volume turned up as high as it can go on my phone, and I have the sound quality up to the highest level. So I'm doing what I can with what Clubhouse gives me right now to have good sound. And I'm in an environment where it's not noisy. I don't have my dishwasher on. I don't have my vacuum cleaner on. I don't have other people in here knocking about. I, you know, I don't have my clothes washer on. None of those things are on. I don't have any excessive sounds going. I don't have a TV on in the background, nothing, right? So I have done what I can for my environment to have the best sound possible. That is enough to podcast. It really is. Now, People who are sound engineers are going to balk at that and they're going to say, oh, dear God, Bonnie, why are you telling them that? No, that's not good enough. They need a this and they need a that and they need a the other and they need this other thing too. No, you don't. You really, honest to God, do not to create a podcast. All of those other things are choices. My suggestion would be that you buy a microphone for podcasting and you don't even have to spend $100. I have four mics listed on the tools page of my website, and you can get there through my Instagram. You can get there through my website. Click on tools. You can get there from going to bit.ly forward slash Bonnie Biz Tools. Bonnie, B-O-N-N-I-E, Biz, B-I-Z, tools with an S, and you will get there. But you can also get there if you are in the room, because I'm going to be repurposing this as a podcast episode. You can also get there from clicking the link that I just posted at the top of the room. So I pinned a link that goes directly to my tools page. But then for the people who are listening to the replay, they also, they can't see that, but they can hear bit.ly forward slash Bonnie Biz Tools, and they can know the link that I'm talking about. So that's the last point that I want to go over before questions, which is if you have any thought that you might be repurposing a clubhouse recording, not having the replay available because that's in the clubhouse ecosystem, people who are listening to or watching the replay 
through Clubhouse inside the Clubhouse ecosystem, they can see anytime people come in and out of the room. They can see what links are pinned to the top of the room. They can see all that. But if you're going to repurpose it outside of the Clubhouse ecosystem, then it's simply an audio. It's simply an audio file. So even though Clubhouse is going to render an MP4, there's actually nothing, literally, it's blackness. There's literally nothing to look at when it's outside the Clubhouse ecosystem, at least as of December 1st, 2021. So as of today, then even though they're sending you an MP4, they've disabled the video portion of it. There's nothing to look at. So I changed all those to an MP3 so that when I do repurpose them in my membership site, which I do sometimes, or as part of various courses I have, like my clubhouse courses, I'll repurpose it. It's not confusing to them. They don't think that there's something wrong with the file because it says MP4, but there's nothing to look at. I find that to be very confusing, unnecessarily so. So I simply change those MP4 files to MP3 files, which everybody should know is audio only. Okay. So, oh, and the tools page that I pinned up there, bit.ly forward slash Bonnie Biz Tools. If you look under the podcasting section, you will see that there are four microphones listed. Two of them are less than $100. I have used both of them multiple, multiple, multiple times to podcast, and they're great. You can spend more if you want to on a microphone, but you certainly don't need to. And most people, who are not sound engineers or who have not been really consuming a lot of podcasts over many years are not going to be able to tell the difference. In other words, it's not going to matter to the vast majority of your podcast listeners if you spend more than a hundred bucks on a mic. It's really not. Because if you, if you buy the ATR 2005 or the Q2U, either of those are both listed on the tools page. If you buy either of those and you have an environment that is quiet, it'll be good enough. And you can create a wonderful podcast that can do all sorts of things, provide loads and loads of opportunities for you, open doors to speaking engagements, open book deals, open um, lots of opportunities to uh, doing joint ventureships with people, and also get on other people's podcasts as well as grow your business. So my podcast has always made me money from day one. And, but that's because I had a plan. Most people who go into podcasting do not, unfortunately, have a plan. And so it either takes them a long time to make money or they never do make money because they never quite get around to creating the plan so that it will. It's very easy for your podcast to make you money. I do not have any outside sponsors. I am my own sponsor. So nobody pays me to read ads or whatever about their products. I don't have outside sponsors. I don't do Patreon. Those are the top two ways that people uh, think that you can make money in podcasting, but that's also why I don't do them. So I started podcasting to prove that you could create a business and grow your business behind the microphone and behind the camera. You don't need to be in front of a camera and you also don't need to have sponsors or Patreon. All right. So now I want to open it up for questions. If anybody has questions, whether you are thinking about starting a podcast or you are uh, you have a podcast and you want to grow it, whatever you're thinking about in terms of podcasting, 
please feel free to come on up to the stage and ask a question or make a comment. I would love to have you. Hi, Pearl. Good morning. That's so funny. Thank you for inviting me to the stage because I actually have a question. Um, Well, I'm glad. When you were talking about replays and repurposing them and changing them to MP3 files, how do you do that? Okay, so I use a tool called Wondershare Filmora, and that link is also on my tools page. And it is a super, super easy tool. I think I have like the lifetime access to that, but they have free and paid. They have free and paid versions. Pretty much everything I use has free and paid versions. And I've always used the free version first before investing in that, which is really important for you to hear, Pearl, because I think everybody needs to know what they're investing in before they drop a penny. And the only way to really know is by trying it out. So try out the free version first for anything and everything before buying the paid. And the free and paid will always have different bells and whistles. You'll always get more stuff. You'll always have more stuff with a paid version, but it might be stuff that you don't need. So don't worry about getting it then. So it's Wondershare Filmora and it's super, super easy. And that is also with, hey, how cute, with the little bit of editing that I occasionally do with my videos, I also use Wondershare Filmora. For me, I tried iMovie a few different times and it was not intuitive. I didn't think it was easy at all. So, but I'm just, I'm also, I'm not an editor, right? I can edit my podcast much easier than I can edit a video. And I edited my own podcast for the first year and a half that I had it. And, and then I hired an editor, but I did that also so that it's kind of like the free and the paid so that once I hired an editor, I would know exactly how long it should be taking them because I knew how long it took me. It should not be taking them as long as it took me if they're a professional editor. And I also knew about how much um, that time and energy would be worth for me. So I knew already going into it how much I was willing to spend for what I would get. And I made sure that I got editors, understandably, who could do more than I could do and in less amount of time. Does that help? It does. Thank you. Wondershare Filmora is a great tool. There are many, many types of tools that you can use for all sorts of things. I like that because you can use it for audio and video. And I originally got it specifically to change the MP4 files into MP3 files for situations like this that, uh, hey, Don, welcome, not knowing that Clubhouse was going to have replays that would be an MP4 file with nothing to look at. (laughs) I knew that Clubhouse would have replays. That was just a matter of time. But it's interesting and understandable why they did it. So they're like, hey, if you want the full immersive experience of being a fly on a wall in a Clubhouse room, you're going to come on into Clubhouse and get that experience. But if you're going to be listening to the replay, but you're not willing to go into Clubhouse, then we're not giving you anything to look at. So I fully understand why they did it. But as a consumer, it is extremely confusing when you see something as an MP4 file and there's nothing to look at. That makes you immediately think one of two things, if not both. There's something wrong with the file. In other words, Bonnie has no idea what she's doing. 
and she put up a corrupted file, or there's something wrong with my machine and now I have to go buy a new computer or something like that. So I think it's very confusing. So just to alleviate any possible confusion, when I repurpose Clubhouse replays, which I do occasionally, when I repurpose them, whether it is for a podcast episode, to create an audiogram, to put inside a course, to put inside my membership sites, whenever I'm repurposing it, I change it into an MP3 file. Now, I don't have to do that for my editor because my editor can do all of that easily. And she always says, oh, you know, you don't need to do that. I can do that. Well, it's one less thing she has to do, which means she can either, you know, have more time with her kids or she can spend more time on my podcast. Either one I'm okay with. So I just find it unnecessarily confusing to have an MP4 file with nothing to look at. That is like an oxymoron to me. So yeah, and and I would suggest that anybody do that, that anybody who is repurposing a Clubhouse recording outside of Clubhouse, that they change it to an MP3 file. Because I don't think it's a good customer experience to see anything that says MP4 and not have something to look at. I think that's really important to know. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Business Fabulous. I hope you really saw how easy it it can be to have a podcast. Yes, you can have all the bells and whistles. Yes, you can spend a lot of money on a microphone and you can have a mixer and you can have lighting equipment and backdrops and you can video your podcast and you can have so much money that you put into your podcast or you don't have to. It really is a choice. And it's a matter of what you want to do, what type of experience you want to provide for your listeners. And part of that is really understanding your listeners and what they want, right? So what you want is not always what they want. You know, maybe you think you have to have this and that and the other, but really your listeners don't really care about that. I know that you are here for the content. I know that you appreciate it when my sound is better. I appreciate it too. But sometimes it's not great. Sometimes it just isn't as good as other episodes. But I'm not going to not put out that content because it's not as good as maybe some of my other episodes. Everything can always be better. Everything. But I am not going to make it so that you cannot get the valuable content just because I don't think it sounds good enough. It can be good enough. It can always be better and it can also be good enough. And good enough is sometimes a lot better than perfect because perfect can take forever to put out and you never really reach perfect. So I hope that, you know, if you've listened to certainly earlier episodes of my podcast, especially episodes one, two, and three, where I went through three different microphones, episode one actually was not using any microphone because my microphone was not uh, being picked up by my computer. So actually the mic I was using was straight from my MacBook. So if you want to hear what that microphone sounds like, listen to episode one of the podcast. Episode two, I was using my Blue Yeti, which promptly died basically during the recording of episode two. Episode three, I was using a Rode NT1 maybe. 
And I loved that microphone and I used that for many episodes. But when I moved, that mic was no longer really, it wasn't the right microphone for my new environment. And so I started using a different mic. And that's the one that I'm using right now. So, you know, the equipment that you use can change based on your environment. It can change based on your needs. It can change based on your wants. But I think it's really, really the most important thing is to do the best job you can for your audience and to really have a very clear understanding of who your audience is and what they want. And as long as you give it to them, they're going to come back every single week and be so happy to listen to that new episode. Thanks so much for being part of the Business Fabulous family. I love you. We'll talk soon.